This podcast episode is brought to you by Zen. So you're not a professional athlete. Most of us aren't. But like a professional athlete, you've got a full schedule. Chronic stiffness and sore muscles slow us down and keep us from being our best selves. Zen helps battle inflammation and muscle fatigue. It also encourages recovery after workouts, allowing you to move more smoothly with less discomfort. Be proactive about your wellness and nourish every day with Zen. Welcome to We Got Goals. This is a podcast by Aspetlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. And with me today is Awesome Khan. He is one of the co-founders, along with his brother of Zin, uh, which is a delicious drink that has been making its way around the various Sweat Life headquarters for the past few weeks. Um, it's a beverage that focuses a lot on using curcumin as the active ingredient. A lot of delicious flavors, uh, like the pomegranate cranberry, lemon ginger, mixed berry, and mango uh, lychee, lychee. I've never actually lychee. said that word. I've never said that word out loud in my life, but I've read it. Um, so I'll hand it over to you, Awesome. Can you sort of introduce yourself and share the story of Zen with us? Yeah, thank you very much, Kristen. Uh, I'm very delighted to be on your podcast and uh, excited to tell our story to your audience. So my name is Awesome Khan. I'm one of the co-founders of Zen. Uh, prior to launching this business, I spent 20 years in finance, uh, doing all sorts of fun, interesting things. Uh, was fortunate enough to make enough capital to be able to uh, invest in this business and get this off the ground. And um, the, so the quick story is, is that we got into this business because uh, this way of lifestyle has been part of our family for over 5,000 years, holistic wellness food as medicine. Uh, we're originally from Pakistan. We immigrated in the 80s to the U.S. We traveled back and forth from time to time uh, to visit family. And on a trip uh, to Pakistan in uh, November 2016, we traveled with our parents. Our father's a diabetic. And um, from time to time, diabetics have um, what's called neuropathy occur. And that was the case when we arrived in Pakistan uh, after a long trip. And uh, our father um, had severe inflammation in his foot. And so our aunt did what a typical uh, person in that part of the world does to fight inflammation, which is to take a turmeric root. She ground it up into a powder, blended it with olive oil, made a paste out of it, and just massaged his foot. And within an hour, his pain was completely gone. And so that's what uh, we call the aha moment. Uh, where we went from uh, being, uh, you know, financially uh, stable to going into this crazy business, which we have uh, no background in. And uh, that's where the journey started. And so we spent about a year uh, researching the heck out of the science of turmeric. And it all comes down to curcumin, as you uh, pointed out, uh, that's the anti-inflammatory, the anti-infective compound within the turmeric root. But it's a very, very small percentage, one to 5%. So we decided we were gonna be the first to market with a curcumin infused beverage, and then ultimately build a brand that, whose focus was to provide the goodness of nature, the ancient wisdom from cultures around the world to the modern consumer in uh, engaging in effective packaging for the Western consumers. And so far, 
we've been at it for two and a half years since launch and things are going really well. We're very uh, pleased about the results. Well, congratulations for one. Um, it takes a huge leap of faith to, to leave your stable jobs and like you said, enter a pretty uncertain new career path where you don't exactly know every single step that's laid out. Um, but I think one thing that came through really clear when I talked to you the other day was you and your brother and Andrea as well are all like really passionate about the benefits of curcumin. Like you were telling me about a million different scientific studies and a lot of different organizations that really believe in the power behind this um, bioactive ingredient in turmeric. And it seems like you are getting in on this before the rest of the world kind of knows about it. Is that what kind of you feel like too? Yeah, uh, that's a good way to summarize what I wanted to say. So I'll just point on some other aspects. Uh, we call it a 5,000 year trend. It's been used in uh, South Asia in everything from cooking to golden milk to a topical anti-inflammatory. So we've known the health benefits of turmeric for uh, pretty much since I was born. Um, but uh, you are correct. There are over 35, actually it's now up to 37,000 scientific, medical, and academic research papers all available at the National Institutes of Health, which is part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. There's 235 clinical trials. The U.S. military has been using the same compound for over a decade for treating PTSD, Gulf War syndrome, topical wound healing. And major research institutions, such as the Mayo Clinic, are doing clinical trials on this compound for uh, you know, various types of cancer treatment. So I should amend my statement then. It's not new to the rest of the world, but it might be new to the United States and you guys are on the forefront. Yeah, average consumers. Uh, however, people in the know, dietitians, uh, uh, strength and conditioning coaches at sports teams are very familiar. Uh, actually, curcumin in a supplement form has been used by all major sports for muscle recovery, fatigue recovery, injury recovery. And we've been uh, very fortunate to be able to work with a number of these professional and collegiate football, basketball programs, specifically on the basis they already know the ingredient, they use the ingredient. And so it all comes down to the flavor profiles. And we're the only ones that are doing this. So I think we're in a good position. And one more thing that I wanna hit on before I ask you that first big question we ask everyone on our podcasts. Uh, curcumin has a lot of anti, um, shoot, what's the word? It's an immunity booster, right? So right. that is really prevalent right now. It's super top of mind. So I'd love to hear you expand a little more on that. Yeah. So curcumin has over 7,000 research studies on its anti-infective, antimicrobial, antibacterial properties. It also is a supercharger for vitamin D. Uh, vitamin what's D. What's that mean? It basically means that if you combine it with vitamin D, which we also have in our beverage, it increases the uh, effect of that vitamin D compound. And as you may know, during this particular time, uh, vitamin D deficiency has been highlighted as one of the uh, concerns for people who are getting COVID and that's leading to some more severe consequences. And so because we have vitamin D in our beverage plus curcumin, uh, it's a 
it's a multiplier effect on the immunity boosting properties of our beverage. Well, I, I can imagine that vitamin D is going to continue to become really important in our lives as we look at, you know, the potential of staying inside a lot for another winter um, when we're safer at home and you're <laughs> not necessarily going to get a lot of sunshine every single day. So um, I think that's an ingredient that a lot of people are going to be looking to incorporate into either their supplements or their daily diet. Correct. Correct. And uh, we... When we got into this business, launching the product, being based in Milwaukee and uh, recognizing the low amount of sunshine, I think we decided uh, we wanted to uh, get vitamin D in there to help people with their moods. And it's only proven out to be a uh, smart decision, particularly in this time. Uh, I can relate to that. We have uh, in Chicago similar daylight hours. Uh, and I was just... Yeah lamenting the other day about how it was 745 and already dark and uh we won't yeah. talk about that now that that's for future us to worry about but let right. me let me go ahead and ask you the question that we ask everyone who comes on the podcast uh can you tell me about a big goal that you've had in the past why was it important to you and how did you get there sure um when I, I'll go back to my early days of my career, I knew I wanted to get into investment banking. I went to a university in Milwaukee that wasn't very well recognized in New York, uh, but I did not let that be a detriment to me. Uh, so I took a week off of school, went to Manhattan and basically knocked on every single door of major investment bank and uh, tried to get a meeting. And I think my rejection rate was 90 some percent. And uh, somehow uh, I got lucky and uh, found my way uh, into a uh, well-recognized global investment bank. And that's how my career started. And then in addition, uh, we have a huge focus at Zinn on sports. And we've been turned down by some of our best customers today in sports. In fact, uh, one of our best uh, sports customers, I can't name names uh, for brand reasons, but uh, we were rejected twice before we finally got in. We, when we set out a goal, we figure out a way to get it done. And that's been the most uh, rewarding, challenging, uh, exhausting part of our journey here, which is uh, you know, the amount of times you hear a no uh, before you actually get in. So perseverance, persistence, you know, those are things that are ingrained in uh, what we do here on a daily basis. Um, that's a really impressive rejection rate. Were you yeah. like put off at first? Were you expecting that? Or were you just kind of like getting those rejections and giving yourself that pep talk to get back up again every time? No, uh, I, I don't know why, but uh, I tend to thrive on rejection. You take uh, it like a chip on your shoulder? <laughs> well, I look at it as another problem to solve for, right? And yeah. that in, when you're on our side of the fence, uh, every day is a problem-solving day. And so it allows me to use my mind and not just rely upon processes and procedures. It gets me to tap into the creative side. Why did this person say no to me, <laughs> you know? And so what are the issues that they have either with me or the product or whatever the case may be? And it's up to me to use my creative mind uh, to figure that out. And I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah, and 
is that something that you experienced with um, one of your professional sports clients? Were you able to like take their rejection and their feedback and use that to sort of present Zen in a different way or how did that work? Yeah. So initially didn't really get feedback, just got a no. And so (laughs) flat no. Uh, But when you believe in something, you want to evangelize it, correct? And they already know what's in our beverage. And so we had to keep prodding and figuring out what was it that was specifically causing them not to bring it in on the first try. And eventually with some dialogue, uh, uh, we were able to get that information. We had to change one simple ingredient uh, and that was it. And immediately that they became our biggest sports customer. Nice. Um, congratulations. That's so exciting. And I know we were talking about this yesterday a little bit too, how, how proud you guys are of having those types of clients and how that really reinforces the, the ethos and the benefits of the product. So that's great. Yeah, I appreciate that. And as you know, we're tying all this into being a force for good. Uh, every day we grow, every day we have more capital to put back into society and help people out. And so that's mm-hmm. a big part of our mission as a certified B Corp. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that uh, for our listeners who might not know what is a certified B Corp. Yeah, so I'm assuming your uh, listeners may be familiar with brands like Patagonia, Ben & Jerry's, mm-hmm. Tom's, Athleta. Well, these are all brands that have a bigger mission than just to make profits for investors or for the bottom line. Uh, they're about taking care of the people, the society. They're about taking care of uh, the planet highest standards. Uh, we are accredited by a independent third-party agency called B-Labs, and there are a number of different factors that go into becoming a certified B Corp, how much you contribute back to charity, you know, what types of ingredients and the farming processes that you're uh, incorporating into your supply chain. And so that was hugely critical for us because we have a foundation here within Zen, not just to make money, obviously that's important, but also to uh, be a positive impact for society, uh, you know, whether it's locally, nationally, or internationally. And so everything that we do here has a focus on doing the right thing every single time. Yeah. And one thing that we haven't quite touched on yet is that um, this is a family affair, right? Your, your brother is your co-founder. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what it's been like to work with your family in this way. Oh, I love it. I, I would not change this out for the world. It's, uh, you know, unlike a corporate environment where there's a lot of politics here, everything is pretty straightforward. Do we get in fights? Yeah. But everybody here is aiming for the same mission, which is to grow this business and continue to do more good for you know, society. And so, yes, we do get into arguments, but uh, there's no holding back. There's no, uh, you know, sugarcoating messages. It's everything gets out on the table. So this is the most honest business I've been in. And I'm very happy to be working with my brother. Uh, He has a strength, uh, which is a very good complement to my strengths and so on and so forth. So we complement each other very nicely. We're building out a team uh, with Andrea, Ann, and various other people, and building out a network of uh, partners uh, across the country to help grow faster. 
did you guys ever think that you would be in business together or did it just honestly come from that aha moment? No, we have always been close. In fact, our first uh, set of careers, we were in the same office. We worked for the same company. And then he ended up moving out to the West Coast to San Francisco. I ended up moving out to the East Coast. And somehow, magically, we found our way back in Milwaukee. And uh, met in the middle. Yeah, and had always talked about working together. Uh, Again, we complement each other's strengths and, uh, you know, also the weaknesses. And so, it's been a, a fun journey for us to be working, you know, side by side on this project. And also considering that the inspiration for the company came from that family trip. Um, Correct. And growing up, can you tell me a little bit, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I'd love to hear more about how growing up your family kind of used turmeric or how um, that sort of ties into the overall uh, idea that you're treating uh, the cause, not the symptoms. Yes, that's a great point. So uh, the form of medicine that's practiced in South Asia is called Ayurvedic medicine, very similar to Chinese medicine or homeopathic medicine. The emphasis in that part of the world is not treating the symptoms, uh, but getting to the root cause. And uh, for thousands of years, people have been experimenting with various different types of minerals, herbs, roots, plants, etc. And it's just not in that part of the world, but across the world, you know, uh, indigenous populations have used nature for healing. And so we look for that wisdom that's been passed down generation after generation after generation, and we incorporate that into our lifestyles. We're not looking to be just a product company. That's not of interest to us. We want to be a lifestyle company that provides health and wellness uh, eventually down the road, beauty, that's all natural for uh, consumers. So within our own culture, you know, turmeric's a big, uh, heavily used ingredient. Uh, it's primarily grown in the Indian subcontinent. Um, and we have used it in everything from, you know, breakfast cereals all the way up to curries and then golden milk at night. So an average uh person in that part of the world consumes roughly 15 turmeric roots on a daily basis. And uh, yes, the taste is not the greatest. It's a very earthy type of root. And so what we have done is we've figured out how to uh, provide that level of daily recommended turmeric usage without the bitterness, without the grittiness, uh, and with only adding a very little amount of sugar, only two grams of sugar per serving. And kids drink our beverages all the way up to senior citizens. And so, you know, we're, I guess, uh, humbled by the achievement that we've had so far to be able to take the wisdom and then package it into a form that we would enjoy it, our kids would enjoy it, and all the consumers out there would enjoy it. Yeah, um, we've been, you know, our ambassadors were lucky enough to get to sample some of your your flavors and the the posts about it have been like just so much praise so much like genuine love for the product um and i think that's impressive too that like it's something that kids like because kids are they're tricky right yes they're they're hard to please with with new flavors um so you guys know that you're doing something right there yeah it's uh kid tested mother approved we like to say <laughs> around here and uh oftentimes we get the comments, it's surprisingly delicious, meaning 
people have a preconceived notion of what turmeric tastes like, mm-hmm. and they're typically averse to the taste, the bitter mm-hmm. taste of turmeric. And mm-hmm. so when they taste our beverage, uh, you know, you, you could see it in their faces, uh, particularly when we would do samplings, is like you would see a smile come across their face, and that's rewarding in itself. You know, they have one set of expectations that it's not going to taste good or it's going to taste bitter. And then when they've tasted it, it's, uh, it's not meant to be a sweet drink. It's a light, uh, lightly sweetened drink, uh, but it tastes very refreshing. Uh, so we're pleased with the outcome. I was, I was thinking about ways that I've used turmeric in the past. And I think my favorite way has been, I used it for a long time in like my oatmeal seasoning in the mornings, mm-hmm. which was really delicious because it was like nice and warm and like just sort of a cozy flavor, like definitely earthy. But um, anyone, if anyone's listening out there and they want something to accompany their Zen, uh, mm-hmm. recommend it on oatmeal. Yes. Uh, people are actually using our beverages for recipes. So corporate chefs, have been really? using yeah they've been using Tell me more. Our, so they've been using our drinks to make soups uh they've been using our drinks to make uh basmati rice to get the coloring uh and so we have uh we've been fortunate to uh build some good relationships with these chefs who sometimes share their recipes with us but the key is to get that 200 milligrams of curcumin into the recipe and the easiest way to do it is by putting our beverage uh, into um, you know whatever recipe that they're putting together oh seasoning uh, dr- a salad dressing so it's been used for salad dressing Yum. yeah yeah that and, sounds great like mix it with some oil and yes lemon ginger uh, and then the pomegranate cranberry has definitely been used in uh, various chefs uh, salad dressing recipes oh that's awesome that's really smart um, I'm wondering, I'm going to ask you to put on, like, get out your crystal ball for a second. I'm wondering if you see any other um, principles of Ayurveda coming into the, the spotlight over the next, the next few years in terms of how um, people who are maybe more used to Western medicine might open their eyes to these principles that have been around for thousands of years, but they just didn't know about. Yeah, so I think more and more people are recognizing we are what we eat. Uh, which is super critical. If you put bad things into your body, the, you cannot expect a good result to come out of it. So more and more people are taking their health and wellness into their own hands. They're uh, getting onto this movement of food as medicine. So you're finding more and more label readers uh, that are gravitating towards more natural foods. They're cutting certain uh, you know, ingredients out of their diets. Some people have, uh, you know, certain uh, digestive conditions where they can't consume, you know, certain types of foods anyway. So more and more people, this movement of food as medicine is gaining more and more popularity, even though uh, doctors uh, don't necessarily have this in their, uh, you know, curriculum when they're getting educated, more and more doctors are now getting on this, uh, not bandwagon, but on this lifestyle and recommending it to their patients. So you're going to see more and more folks, uh, you know, getting on to whether it's Ayurvedic medicine or just generally, you know, better, healthier eating. Because if you do the right things up front, you have a higher likelihood of not having to go to the doctor, not having to get on pharmaceuticals that have various types of side effects. And we're not 
We're not saying that don't take any pharmaceuticals. And when you have severe conditions and your doctor recommends something, I obviously do that. But, you know, people should take their health into their own hands. And that's what we try to do. That's what we try to preach and evangelize is, you know, do the right things up front and you'll have a higher likelihood of not having the issues down the road. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not Hey there, listeners. We wanted to take a quick break to tell you a little bit more about Zen. Zen's primary ingredient is turmeric, one of the world's most important herbs. It offers a myriad of health benefits, it's withstood the test of time, and it proves the simple truth, it just works. Drinking a bottle of Zen daily boosts your immune system and keeps your body prepared to fight inflammation. Just like when you get a good night's rest, you're prepared for action the next morning. Good health is a continuous journey and nourish every day with Zen. Let's switch over to the second question that we ask everyone on the podcast, and you'll recognize it. It's a twist on the first. Uh, what is a big goal that you have for the future? Why is it important to you? And what's your plan? Yeah, we want to continue to improve our marketing uh, capabilities and continue to grow the business. Uh, not just in the retailers that we are at with more consumer awareness, but also getting more penetration to additional retailers across the country. Uh, we are also launching a new product in about six to eight weeks, which takes the science of what we have in our beverage and packages into a lightweight, convenient stick pack format, uh, nice. which, which anyone can you know, purchase and take with them. Uh, and then when they have a water bottle, they could tear open and put it in that water bottle. We're coming out with four new flavors uh, that we're taste testing with consumers. So uh, we're pretty excited about broadening the taste profiles that we have, but also, you know, introducing newer formats of curcumin plus the pipeline, which is also super critical, which I didn't mention earlier. For the yeah. Absorption. Do you want to give us a little um, 101 on that? Sure. Yeah. You know, if we just had 15 turmeric roots worth of curcumin in our beverage, it necessarily wouldn't have the possibility of having health benefits. Uh, it is widely known uh, through science and medical research that curcumin has very low absorption rates. Uh, so, you know, for example, if I was consuming 15 turmeric roots during the day, I probably wouldn't have any health benefits associated with it. So it's, uh, it's got low bioavailability, availability, that's the medical term, and combining it with a ingredient like piperine, which is the bioactive ingredient in black pepper, that increases the absorption by 2,000%. So not only are we providing the daily recommended dose of curcumin in our beverages, we're also adding a adaptogen, which increases the absorption or increases the likelihood of absorption by 2000% in the body. So that's why I'm thinking back to the times when I've ordered a, a turmeric latte at a, a fancy coffee shop. It always comes with a sprinkle of black pepper on yep. the top too, because that increases the absorption. Is that right? Correct, correct. And uh, other types of spices. So for example, in our culture, golden milk is very popular. Mm -hmm. uh, they typically mix turmeric with cinnamon and some other type of uh, 
spices that help with the absorption. And the fat from the milk also helps with the absorption. Got it. So yeah, the idea of someone just guzzling 15 turmeric roots a day raw or steamed or whatever, that's not actually going to help. They've got to no. do the work to pair it with right. the right other yeah, exactly. And that's uh, why when we first started on this journey, we spent, you know, months and months researching the science behind. We don't want to be just another marketing fad. Uh, you know, a lot of companies do do that, unfortunately, where they mention something on their label and people assume, oh, it's good for you, but they've only put the minimal quantity and there's, there's no efficacy in there. And so we did, we did all the research up front and made sure that we formulated this in the right way, which gave the highest probability of benefits. Mm -hmm. And you had said that you were looking at other ways as one of your big goals for the future to yes. use curcumin and other avenues. And you had mentioned beauty beforehand. So I'm wondering if beauty is in, in the future yes. pipeline for you guys. We definitely will continue to expand. Uh, we're, Again, not interested in being just a product company. We want to be a lifestyle company. So in six to eight weeks, we have the six pack launching. The products category after that would be nutritional bars or some you know treat type of uh, food item. And then eventually we want to get into lotions and creams for uh, health and beauty market. Uh, curcumin, given its anti-inflammatory properties and the significant amount of research that's out there um, helps with the uh, wrinkles uh, and uh, dark spots on people's skin. And so mm -hmm. in our own culture, uh, women particularly uh, take turmeric paste and apply it to their skin. I've know, done to, that, actually. Yeah. I uh, have made on occasion a homemade face mask with turmeric, Greek yogurt, and honey. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And it's, it's super easy. Um, if you're listening at home, there's definitely uh, recipes available on the internet, but it's nice because like those are things that you often have on hand. So it feels like supernatural. Um, and I think the turmeric does a great job of like brightening your skin. From Absolutely. What I've noticed. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, uh, again, the Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi culture, uh, women apply turmeric uh, paste to their skin, face, et cetera you know, days in advance of their wedding because it helps them with the glow and love of, you know, the beautiful That newlywed glow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, yeah. So we definitely look to introduce uh, curcumin infused uh, lotions and creams. And then, you know, for athletes, uh, bandages, tapes, et cetera, that are infused with curcumin. And so again, our mission is to bring this ancient wisdom to uh, consumers, uh, in the West, uh, in convenient packaging. Um, and so curcumin is the first ingredient that has a significant amount of science behind it that's been used for thousands of years. There are dozens of other ingredients that cultures around the world have been using that have health properties that we'd like to introduce. Uh, but that's down the road. First focus is curcumin plus piperine in everything that we do. And then we'll get on to the next set of ingredients, next set of products next set of adventures. Well, you guys have a lot of adventures ahead of you and we were excited to be able to learn about it straight from you. So um, you have earned your very own self-promotional few minutes of the podcast. So can you tell us uh, where we can find out more about Zen on the internet, where we can follow you guys on social media, 
anything you want to promote, the floor is yours. Sure, appreciate that. I'm glad I earned something. <laughs> um, you did it. <laughs> we, we, uh, well, we can be found on the internet at www.drinkzen, Z as in zebra, Y as in yellow, and as in nancy.com. Uh, our hashtag is uh, drinkzen uh, for the social handles. And uh, we do sell online. We're available in retailers across the country. Uh, not all of them yet. That's our goal is to get into all the right retailers across the country. Um, and then uh, you'll find us hopefully more and more, uh, you know, in uh, Insta your Instagram feeds. A uh, number of athletes have been talking about us, uh, which has been very rewarding to see some of these, you know, uh, superstar athletes talking about their favorite drink and talking about what a Zen, cool so. moment it um, is it's it's pretty uh it's pretty awesome in chicago specifically i think you had said pete's and jewel osco is that right yeah so we're available in a number of different markets uh the two that we deal directly with are pete's fresh market uh it's primarily in the suburbs of chicago area and then jewel osco uh, you know, across the city. Um, and so we highly recommend folks to go there and purchase our drink and try it for themselves. But please make sure to shake well and then uh, be well. All right. We can do that. Awesome. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Kristen. Appreciate it. And thanks to all your listeners.